So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... This is Alex from Person Forever. I blew it, guys! No, no, you got it! It's fine, it's fine. Keep going, keep going. We're rolling with it. We're rolling with it. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired the creation of the band, and what does the band name mean? So inspiration for the band was I had been a closet emo kid my entire life. So for like 15 years, I just pretended I didn't like emo music when, in fact, I was just screaming my Chemical Romance songs in my bedroom and in my car on the way to work. Uh, and then one day I literally woke up and I had this thought. I was like, if you want to be in a band, you have to do it right now or you will never do it. And mind you, I've never been in a band. I have no formal training whatsoever. I've never written a song. I've never done anything. And yet I had this idea that I could be in a band or something. So being a little crazy is always a good thing if you want to be the lead singer of a band. So, but yeah, I went on Craigslist that night uh, and had six beers to myself to get the courage to message someone, Mm -hmm. messaged uh, our drummer, David, and the rest is history. So uh, that's kind of the formation. We met, then put a cover of I'm Not Okay on um, YouTube that we use as like for, to show off our band. Uh, And then we got our guitarist, Marcus. So yeah, we've been a band since 2018. Um, The name of the band, First and Forever, um, actually came in a conversation between Marks and I. Uh, so I was explaining to him how funny it was that I was in this band for the first time ever. And I said something along the lines of like, you know, this is like my first band ever, but it's probably going to be my forever band because like, I'm never going to do this again. Mm-hmm. Oh. And hence, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, hence it became first and forever. But no, we actually think the name has like a very uh, romantic feel to it, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of like love. And it also has, in terms of like how I feel with the band, right? Like it's my... First band is my forever band. And then in terms of love, it's like having that one person, that first person that gives you a forever person. And so we think it kind of perfectly encapsulates uh, what we're going for in terms of being an emo punk rock band. So, oh, yeah. Definitely. That's amazing. I, makes me really happy. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, so congratulations on your newest release, Let This Love Lie Die. How do you feel the response to it so far? <laughs> uh, it's been amazing i mean we've been so blessed through this entire release process i mean every single we put out got playlisted on spotify so true um, as it should. yeah we've uh, i mean on apple playlist as well two of our songs got put at the top of the punk rock playlist on apple music Ooh. um our fans have been just beyond excited about the content and i, I don't know if you guess that but we dropped our first music video i have um, a question was, about that yep. yeah <laughs> which was our like first intro uh, no one has ever seen us, right? Because like, so when we signed our record deal last March, um, that was, we were supposed to go on tour, right? And that was gonna be like our big introduction to the world. Well, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember what happened last March, mm-hmm. but a little something called COVID happened. Yeah. So the week after we signed our record deal, um, we, we, everything got locked down. Yeah. And so we were gonna do a music video for the song called One More Time that we have mm-hmm. in um, April, or excuse me, in June. And then I got COVID. So uh, yeah. didn't do that music video, which led then obviously to the Let This Love by Dead music video. But yeah, the response has been amazing to the whole record. I mean, we're beyond excited with how it's going so far. I mean, uh, we're at our highest monthly listener total right now. We, you know, the, the songs are doing really well. We're just, we're blessed, guys. We're, we're really, really excited. Hell yeah. You I vividly remember it. that video uh, that you guys posted when you got the record deal of you pretty much just screaming your head off for about two and a half minutes on Twitter. <laughs> I vividly remember seeing this on the timeline. That's what put me. That's what put you guys like on my map. Like, holy shit, we got to no chat way. with them at some point. Yeah, that's, 
so funny. Yeah, I mean, that's just like my brand, man. Like, I'm just like this like chaotic ball of energy all the time. And like everything I do, like I'm like just like super ne- neurotic and like chaos oriented. So it's just like, that's just who I am. <laughs> It comes out in music videos banged, too though. and on stage. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Hell yeah. I still have to watch the music video, but I have a question about it anyway. Okay. Um, so as you said, this is your first music video. Uh, so I want to yeah. like ask, what was that experience like? Tell me about it. Oh, man. I mean, talk about the most fun thing that you can do uh, as a band. And, you know, we waited a long time. So, you know, the history of our band, our first single came out in 2018. I think we had six singles before we ever did a music video. Um, so we waited because we wanted to make sure we got it right. Like we wanted to make sure it was the right song. It was the right feeling. Like we, we, we thought it was a good idea and we thought we could execute on the idea because was, I'm sure you guys are aware there is nothing that's a bigger turnoff than like a bad looking unprofessional music video. Like yeah. it just is not, it doesn't play. And so we had to make sure that we had a team behind us that was ready to go and like whatever. So we got it. Um, in terms of the experience, man, you know, I showed up. I had a little bit of lead singer syndrome. I just thought I was going to be showing up, just kind of like pretending to be singing, having like a really nice time. Can I swear? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. They made me work so hard. We like yeah. built like we built like three entirely different sets, like literally like hammering drywall onto uh onto like wooden posts. So, yeah. Like we made the, everything you see there, like we hand built. It was oh, crazy. And so uh, we, it was like a fourteen hour shoot. And I swear to God, 10 hours, we're just building. <laughs> and no one told me that. No one told me that's what I was doing for my day. So there's well, like- They just handed you a hammer. I'm just like, okay, yeah, go on. Yeah. And like, do I look like I know how to use them? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm the lead singer of an emo band. Like, I, like yeah. no, I have, I have no man skills. I have zero man skills. That's why I became a lead singer. So exactly. yeah, no, I, it was terrible. And uh, I mean, we had a great time. Don't get me wrong. But like, I just had no idea. And so like, there's like videos of me because I just wore like, my music video outfit because like oh. i just thought that's what you do yeah. and i'm sitting there like painting walls so there's like videos of me like wrapped in a tarp just painting the <laughs> walls so dumb yeah it's pretty funny but uh no it was great um i was super nervous obviously because it was my first and like when you're in a music video as i'm sure you guys can imagine the singer's like usually the focal point mm-hmm. and so you do a lot more shots by yourself mm-hmm. than you yeah. do like the, the rest of the band does so um i was very nervous and so to take care of those nerves, I figured out a really good way to do it, which was just to get hammered. So I, I just drank a bunch on set and no one else did, just me. <laughs> just you. <laughs> just me. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was just like kind of sipping beers and like, whatever. I had a great time. It was super fun. Um, and the video turned out amazing. And, you know, I think that's our energy that we have in that video is, is the energy that we have on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to make sure that that really shone through uh, in the video. Hell yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this EP? Yeah. So uh, for Let This Love Lie Dead, it was actually pretty interesting how it got written. Uh, so we were basically, we had just put out Nothing Left to Burn and A Violent Ending. And we were like, all right, we should do like a full body of work. Because up to that point, we'd only done singles. And like it was like, we'd go in the studio for a day, do one song, right? And this time we're like, let's go do a body of work in one, one sitting. Mm-hmm. The problem was our guitarist, Marcus Leopard, was actually uh, doing a year in Europe. Just like he had taken time off, was like, I'm going to go travel, backpack Europe for a year. Yeah. So as you can imagine, if you're a band writing music, uh, when you're thousands of miles away, it's very, very difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. Marcus also didn't have a guitar. Like he had nothing. Oh, so nice. 
what we did was Marcus bought like a twenty dollar like a play guitar, uh-huh. but like you would get at like Walmart for like the beginning guitars, like you know, like the one that come like the packs and like yeah. it's like literally just like twenty dollars, and plugged it in and we just made the shittiest demos of all time from like across ways like he would send us files and I would sing on them in like my bedroom it was so bad like I'm shocked that so we worked with Courtney Ballard on that record um, who's done like a bunch of water all the first three water parks records yeah uh MRO something big just like I'm shocked he even took us on after hearing those demos (laughs) horrendous they're so bad just because like none of us are producers and like we wouldn't we just did not have the equipment because he was you know abroad um working on writing so we literally would just send ideas back and forth mm-hmm. um but what's really funny is that when we got there because we weren't like we weren't we weren't able to like really practice the songs together mm-hmm. um there was a couple songs where we never actually got to do vocals on them before we got there and mm-hmm. so when marcus would send me uh like ideas on how to sing them he would just kind of whisper into his phone because he was like living in an apartment right yeah well I didn't realize that he was like whispering in like the actual key that it was supposed to be sung. So I practiced singing like two songs in the wrong, like just wrong. Like it was like completely terrible. So I show up on the first day and I'm sort of saying like, bro, this doesn't sound right. And he goes, oh yeah, no, this is, you're not even in the right. This is not good. And I was like, oh no. So I had to learn on the fly how to sing them. Um, And Marcus actually on the first day of um, our, our, our recording session, got super sick and couldn't sing for all like 12 days we were in the studio and no. we have like our whole vibe is kind of like a taking back Sunday uh, back and forth vocal that's what we're supposed to be mm-hmm. but on this record you can hear we don't really do that like I sing almost everything mm-hmm. it was not written that way though it was written as a back and forth thing so mm-hmm. uh, kind of funny but we got it we figured that record turned out great uh, and on the next one you'll be hearing a little bit more of all right that it, was very chaotic. That's my life. My the life. The past two stories you've told us have just been like complete chaos. I really hope everything's okay. I really hope you get everything kind of honed in. Yeah. yeah, it never will be. It never will get honed in. No, that is first and forever. There's not like a, an issue swirling around. Like we're not doing it right, you know? Yeah. yeah. From from struggle breeds the greatest uh, creative, creative forces, I say. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you got a pretty banging EP and supposedly yeah. a pretty banging music video out of it. So yeah. <laughs> we, we're doing. Hey, we're happy. The, the video has like uh, 200,000 views, which is wild. As it should. Holy shit. Yeah, wild. We have no idea how. Like I literally. So it's up on our labels thing. And it got literally in the first two weeks, it got 200,000 views. And I called her label. I was like, did you guys like pay for views? Like, is that, is that what you did? Because yeah. this makes no sense. And they're like, we do the exact same thing we do for every band on our label. Yours just got picked up in like the YouTube algorithm or something. Like somehow we like tripped the algorithm and like mm-hmm. it started getting just shown to people. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. And like, he sent me a text. He's like, so not only are, he's like, just so you know, you're the first band on our label who's had a music video with a hundred thousand views. And I was like, oh, sick. He goes, which also means you're the first one that's had 200,000. So I was like, oh, sick. All right, cool. Oh, oh, yeah, sick. no idea how that happened. I, it was crazy. Breaking label milestones. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, so we were, we were pretty excited. Yeah, oh. we were excited. All right. Awesome. Uh, so I want you to pick uh, your favorite lyric off the CP and tell us the meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay, so I would probably, um, I would say that so we really like to be when we write lyrics, like we want them to kind of like paint a picture. Like we want, we want our the listeners to be able to kind of hear them or excuse me, mm-hmm. see them as they're listening to it, right? And so you'll yeah. see that in a lot of our lyrics, 
Um, a lot of her lyrics are like obviously like very emo in nature, like a lot of knives, a lot of blood, a lot of like whatever. Like it's yeah. just kind of yeah. what we do. Um, but I would say two of my favorites are um, one is from One More Time, and there's a lyric in One More Time. It's in the pre-chorus that goes, uh, "Your hands around my throat, keep my head on anyway." I just think like the visual of that like is kind of cool. Like right, like it's in in some just some ways it's uh, it's pretty dark imagining. Uh, someone's hands around your throat, but the fact that it's like that's what's keeping you together mm-hmm. um, is uh, to, to me a very cool lyric um, and yeah. one that really I think kind of represents the band and what we're going for perfectly. Uh, I'd say the second one is definitely a favorite is um, the the chorus the chorus actually for In Loving Memory, which goes, uh, "My chest, your knife, I know what's on your mind. Cut me open, look inside, and then it goes, tut tut tut, tell me what you find," mm-hmm. um, which I think is just really cool. I think that chorus is really, really unique. I think it's, it, it says a lot, you know, one last kiss before we fall, I guess that makes it personal. Like I just, it's, uh, I don't know, just kind of everything. And I feel like that, that chorus really kind of encapsulates uh, the vibe that we're going for in person forever. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Those are both really sick. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I, I, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you tell me where your headspace was while creating the CP? My headspace, like how I was feeling at the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I've been emo my whole life, so I've never really gotten out of the emo sense. I'll start there. It was just emo. I was just like feeling like, how, how do we write this in the dark? Side? I mean, because like, look, you know, the music that I still listen to is like mid 2000s, My Chem, Taking Back Sunday, The Used, right? Like that's, that's where my head still is. That's all I still listen to. And so um, I don't have a lot of like newer influences and, and neither do the other guys in the band. So that's really where our heads are at. You know, I, I think we cover a lot of different topics um, in the band with our songs. A lot of it has to deal with mental illness um, and, you know, not specifically even for us, but like people around us that we know are experiencing things like that um, and kind of drawing on their experiences as well as ours. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we're, we're generally, we're a pretty positive band. Like, as you can tell, like this is kind of my energy level most of the time, but yeah. you know, headspace wise, um, I think that one was, um, it was interesting just because we were so far away. Um, so it was kind of a scramble to, to figure it out and get it done. But, um, you know, I think we, we did all right on it. Hell yeah. Definitely. I just want to, I want to bring up my chem. You mentioned my chem. I feel like I have to ask, what's your favorite album? Oh, my favorite my chem album? Yeah. Uh, oh, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. As it okay. should be. I respect yeah. that. I, respect yeah. that. I don't respect anyone that says the Black Parade. I'm just like, you're just yeah. wrong. It's cheap. Exactly. Yeah, cheap answer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're just, like, that's a bad opinion. You're phoning you're it wrong. in. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I like it. Like, there's some, I, there, I think there's good songs. I just don't, it's just not even close, though. Like, it's like, I wouldn't even, I, I don't know. I it's mean, not their greatest work. No, yeah. no. I mean, they don't, they don't have a bad album, but it's not yeah. like well, their greatest album. Yeah. I wouldn't even say Danger Days is bad. No, no. I was, I love yeah. Danger Days. I, well, I was the, talking about the, your favorite. Oh, Bullets? Bullets. Leave I don't like call. Bullets. Leave the call. You don't, I don't like Bullets? No, his voice. That's a bad opinion. That's a it's ba- so good. Bad take. That's a bad, bad take. opinion. I, okay, I like some songs off of it, but I can't listen to the entire thing as a whole. It's just so good. It's so raw. It's, I love yeah, exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. I love it. It's, it's so raw. I got so a vinyl great. over here. I'm obsessed with that record. I just, I just, I just cool. ordered another copy of it on vinyl. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he sent me the link, and I was like, I want to get it, but I don't really... Listen yeah, to Urban it, Outfitters so... just dropped another one, and since the vinyl prices keep on shooting up, resale, mm-hmm. I'm like, I just gonna fucking buy it, whatever. Yeah, it's so smart. Wait, did you get? Is it like? Wait, wait, where did? What did you get? You got a new one? Yeah, it's Urban Outfitters just dropped one. It, it for pre-orders. Oh. 
Yeah. Of bullets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bullets? Yeah. Is it like colored? Yeah. I mean, it's not the prettiest pressing, but. God it's, damn it. Okay. It, it's yeah, wait, so well, I know what I'm doing after this. I don't, I, Do I, I don't remember the color of it now. Oh, if they tried to match the cover, that would not be good. That would be. That'd yeah, be but it, it should be still up on the Urban, Out, Urban Outfitters website. My chem didn't promote it, so I don't think it's sold out yet. No, Got I'm, it. Cool. I might grab one. I feel like I should. I think you should. Give it another I think, chance. I think I will. I think Spin it on vinyl. Ask, exactly. Yeah. Why not? I want to ask what's your favorite My Chem song because it could. It doesn't have to be on Three Cheers because mine is not Three Cheers. Um, uh, probably Cemetery Drive. <gasps> Taste. Oh. Yeah. I, I love Cemetery Drive. I think that's an amazing one. Um, if I if I had to do it from each record, yes. I'd go Vampires Never Hurt You, Cemetery Drive. Um, mm, what's my favorite on? Better Be Mama. Yeah, Better Be Mama or Dead. It's not Mama. It's a great song. It's not. It's not Mama though. Honestly, it's probably like uh, Disenchanted Such or So True. Yeah disenchanted or oh god i'm trying it's definitely not famous last words that's like one of my least favorites actually which are is, you serious wild opinion i know but i i don't know bad why take. Just, bad take yeah that just doesn't get me it just doesn't get me uh, and, then, and i know i know it's it's insane it's insane like look i'm well aware of my bad opinion but i i, I rock it and I, you Where can't even you otherwise. You should. Yeah. You should keep that one locked up. Yeah, yeah don't tell, don't tell share that no one. Uh, I'd say off of Danger Days, uh, I actually like the song Scarecrow a lot. I think that song oh, is like yeah. super epic. I don't so know. I love that. It's like not my chem at all, but like I just think it sounds so sick. Yeah. It is. Yeah. All right. And so that's my, my, my ranking. Oh, yeah. We want you to do conventional weapons. weapons too. It's kind of like. Ooh, oh, God. Um, if all, I can sing it to you, why can't I think of the name of the song? If all my enemies threw a party, would you light the candle, drink the wine, watch the television? Watch, you know, it was the first single. Oh, boy better, be kind, better be dry, better be just my size. Oh, mm-hmm. boy division. Boy yes, 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 exactly. That song is, a, I think that should have been like a single with a video. I think that's like literally one of the best My Chemical Romance songs. I'm obsessed with that song. So How do you feel about Ambulance? Nobody talks about Ambulance. It makes me sad because it's my favorite in conventional it's okay. song. It's okay. I don't want to hurt you like I hurt you on the Famous Last Words talk. So like, I'm just going to keep my opinion to myself. <laughs> but the, the harmonies. Everybody's Glory. so sad. Oh my God. The My Chem Hot Takes could ruin friendships. They really wait, can. Wait, wait. How yeah, do you feel about Summertime? I think it's a great song. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so that yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, because that's my favorite My Chem song. So. Sick. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, exquisite taste on your end, then. <laughs> All right. Let's shift, away, let's shift away from My Chem before Glory winds up hating you or something. No, 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 never, never, never. never. Uh, so, this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this EP for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Uh, I'm going to go with emo. Emo and emo. Okay. I think that sums it up perfectly. Yeah, yeah. That's like, I just, there's no, like, if we are reviving emo, that's what we're going for. Mm -hmm. That's what we want to be known for. And that's what we're going to do. And you'll listen to it. And I promise you, you will have like a flashback to the mid 2000s. It's nostalgic, but it's current all at the same time. Um, You know, it's, we really pride ourselves on like 
that type of songwriting and those types of songs from that era, but then using like current production methods to make it sound like it was a song in 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where, you know, Courtney Ballard, for instance, who's our um, producer really comes in handy is like really modernizing that sound. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, So while going through this EP, what band or artist influences pop out the most to you? Um, Through, I mean, I think the used is probably number one. Um, I think on our next record, which we just recorded, you'll really hear that. Like, that's like, I mean, that's my favorite band. That's how I learned to sing. Like I was screaming, uh, maybe memories in my bedroom, you know, when I was growing up, like I I love that band. Um, and then, uh, you know, I think on the last record, there was, there was definitely some like aggressive pop punk on it. Um, you know, I, I mean, it really comes down to kind of those kind of same it, senses fail is a band that you might hear a little bit of yeah. um, maybe a little bit of say sin and let this love lie dead, especially with that bridge at the end, a lot like seven years. I mean, like we just kind of run the gauntlet of those bands. I mean, we, we really just consider ourselves like an amalgamation of that period. So, yeah. um, you know, that's probably those. The best period of music. Honestly, the, yeah. the only period of music. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Uh, so is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the EP? Yeah, um, I want you to have a feeling of um, of urgency. Like I want, I want this to be an active listen for you, right? Like I, I don't want this to go on a playlist while you're working out and you don't even think about it as it's playing and you just forget about it. Like I want you to hear that it's a first and forever song. I'm gonna fucking stop what I'm doing and listen to this thing because it deserves that. No, I, and I'm, I'm like kind of, you know, kind of tongue in cheek, but like seriously, like we want it to be an active listen. That's why we write lyrics. Yeah. Um, that try to paint a picture for the for the listener. Um, we love big choruses, big sounding choruses, right? Something that draws you in. Um, verses that you got to go back and read and figure out what they say. Like that's what we're going for. Like we want it to be an active thing uh, yeah. for the listener. Oh yeah, that's great. That's good. So where do you see the band in the next five years? And are you guys working on anything new that you could tell us about? Sure. So um, five years from now, we plan to be a full time touring band. Um, that's the goal. We actually just signed a, uh, a touring contract um, with X-Ray Touring out of the UK. Um, so they're a UK representation. So that's exciting. So Very. once COVID's done, we'll be doing that. Um, you know, full-time touring band in terms of things that we're working on. Um, the day that we dropped Let This Love Lie Dead, which was March 12th, mm-hmm. uh, was the day that we began recording our follow-up record uh, out in LA, which is where we were for 10 days. So we already have uh, another uh, grouping of songs that is done and um, we're excited to get you know mixed and produced and out over the next few months so yeah so you're gonna drop it later this year maybe yeah god damn wow okay literally the day we were got we dropped that ep is the day that we started in the studio on our follow-up which is crazy to think so uh, and then we got those songs done over 10 days um and now we're headed to, uh, you know, figure out what we're going to do with them. Right now they're getting uh, mixed and mastered. And then when we get them back, we'll figure out what the release plan is. Right. Was that intentional to go in and uh, get those songs done on the day that your EP was released? Or did well, it just so kind of happen? I think the key to all this is knowing when the last one was actually recorded. And it won't seem that insane. The last, those, Let This Love Like Dead was actually recorded in November 2019. But what ended up happening was we signed a record deal, mm-hmm. COVID, like music video got, so it just like, it kept getting pushed back because of like yeah. different things that went on until it was finally like, 
all right, now it's like we put out Give Me Up in October. Don't really want to do around like a Christmas release because like everyone's listening to Christmas music and things kind of get forgotten. So it's like, all right, so we don't want to do it December, January. February is a little odd. Maybe we're not quite ready because we want to do the video. Mm -hmm. So let's do March is kind of how it got there. So yeah, I mean, you know, we've been listening to Let This Love Lie Dead for like almost a year and a half now. Um, So we were certainly excited to get in the studio and work on some, some new songs. But yeah, I mean, the new songs are killer, man. I mean, like they're... We just doubled down on all the emo. Like, it's just like, <laughs> it's, you'll, you'll hear it. They're very dramatic. Uh, we, we got heavier. I mean, it's like most bands go the other way. Most bands get a little bit popular. We definitely did not do that. Uh, yeah. So our fans are in for uh, some good surprises. Right. I'm so excited. Okay. Right. Yeah. Good. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Matt, last meal with drink. Mm-hmm. Okay. It would be the following. Home style, pop secret popcorn. Hmm. Chips and salsa. Okay. How many options do I get? As many as you want. As many as you want. Mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm-hmm. And apple pie with vanilla ice cream. So basically just all snacks because I, I have it I eat terribly. So that that would be what it would drink wise, yeah. I would go um, sparkling water. <gasps> so true. What's your yeah. favorite flavor? Oh god. Well, I'm a big bubbly fan. Like yeah. I like bubbly the best. I think that's the, that much better than LaCroix. And I think yeah. like the cherry bubblies are like like elite. Cherry and apple bubblies are like oh, oh. I haven't had apple yet. Oh god, it'll change your life. It's so good. <laughs> Okay, I'll look out. All for I it. do is drink sparkling water. Like I, it's it's amazing. And so yeah, like Topo Chico. I also really like there's this grapefruit Topo Chico, which is just mm-hmm. like, oh, it's incredible. So I, I would I would say that I'd have, it'd be like the lamest and cheapest last meal of all time. But like I'm fine with that. I'm I'm simple. Solid. Yeah, I I love sparkling water as well. And Shane makes fun of me for it. He calls static it static water. water. Yeah. <laughs> And it's horrible. It's horrible. Bad opinion, Shane. Bad opinion. Exactly. Bad take, yeah. bad take. I know it's a bad take, but yeah. as you wear your my chem takes on your sleeve, I wear yeah. my start. I love that. Static Own it, baby. Water. Own it. Own it. <laughs> awesome. So, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Hogwarts. 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 What house are you? What house do I want to be, or what am I told that I am? Let's do both. Um, I'd really like to be a Gryffindor obviously because I feel like really courageous mm. and like you know adventurous and shit but everyone tells me I'm a Slytherin like like all the time yeah I get Slytherin all the time that would be my house so I don't know what that means about me like I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing or I don't know it worries me but that's I mean I, I think I'd probably end up in Slytherin yeah I can I can see Slytherin because isn't Slytherin why am I looking at Shane for this answer he doesn't know Harry Potter I'm pretty sure Slytherin's like determination and like something like like that type of stuff so yeah I can see that well yeah. thank you I, you I like the positive spin you put on it so exactly. yeah everybody yeah, let's, says, let's ignore all the problematic things about that house and just yeah. like let's focus on the <laughs> all good the bad things. people that, that have come out of that house yeah yeah, yeah I love let's that just, I love that yeah they're just very determined yeah I'll be one of the good ones I'll be exactly. one of the, the good eggs yes yeah there you Deal. go. True. Deal. Uh, so I have the honor of asking last question, and every okay, single last person question I'm ready. to have said that it is the most important question. Okay. What's your favorite color? Purple. Do you have Pacific a shade of shade. purple? Violet. Taste. Thank Sometimes you. lavender. Right. I'll accept that. Depends on the day. Purple's good color. All what what is it today? 
Definitely violet. Thousand percent violet today. Violet I'm just feeling a little bit darker and more intense. Yeah. 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 A little bit more emo. Yeah, and there's like violet on my shirt right now too. Oh. So it's like that dark purple. Yeah. Which is sick. So yeah, violet. Uh, awesome. So as I said, that's all the questions you have to say. Is there anything that you'd like to plug? Um, just go listen to our EP. We don't, you know, I've said this before, but like, we don't have merch and we don't have physicals for a reason right now. It's like we don't, we don't want your money. Just go listen to it, stream it, tell all your friends. Like, you know, we'll we'll get there. First and forever, we'll be putting that stuff out as we, you know, kind of professionalize this thing and go um, full time touring. Um, but for now, just like go out there, tell your friends. Um, we're on TikTok and instagram at first and forever so just go check it out oh yeah Solid. all right uh well thank you for now this has been alex from first and forever and uh we're the good noise podcast <laughs>